Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Dungeon Boys. My name's Keith. Josh playing the ever-lovable Arlo. Zenas playing as Grim. And Bryce playing as Jack Law, also <laughs> his dad. And his dad. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Duke's <coughs> Barbecue, which, of course, is not a sponsor. Uh, last time, we had some developments. You guys bought a bunch of magical items. That took us a little while. Then you were able to get on a boat. We, we created an ancient magic of dwarves that they spit on things to test their validity. Because uh, Frigis is also a dwarf. True spit. Yeah, so Frigis... <laughs> Frigis... Uh, true, true, true sight is true saliva. Uh, so Frigis spit on it, and he said, Oh, these are fake. And um, but the dwarven la- the dwarven lady who sounds like this <laughs> spit on the tickets at the boat and she's like these are fine because she was distracted a little bit so the three she's uh, not a dwarf <laughs> that's our coffee pot um, <clears throat> beeping uh, so Bruner which is Grim uh, playing as his father Porky which is Misiko being a dwarf. And Claremont, who is Burb, being a his old master, you know they're disguised by the mask of many faces. Um, they're on the boat. They're heading down to their quarters. Underneath the boat, in the cargo hold, Arlo and Jack are down there with their cart in the cargo hold with a creature that is large and menacing that they've not seen before. Uh, and the last thing that happened was a garrison or a, a party a company of orcs just uh i think more of a a garrison might be a better term or a squad maybe uh also walked onto the boat they seem to be traveling to the round isle as well so that is where we end how about that our recap and we begin this episode as you walk down and also you (coughs) met a a hunched over elven man whose name is slivius bile who uh was leading you down the stairs to your quarters so we're starting with me Yes, sir. Yeah, we'll start with you. start with y'all. Mister Bile, I have a question for you. Yes, Mister Bruna. In your many years of travel, have you ever met a race or person from a specific race that could speak into one's mind? Well, that's an interesting, kind of off the wall question. Yes. You've just joined us on this boat. I do not know off the top of my head, but. It is something that I will consider and get back to you. Uh, I will. I will consider this. I will, if I come up with an answer I, after I get these soldiers situated, I will come back to you and try to. Uh, if I can think of something, I'll let you know. Okay. I met Thank a man you. who could juggle once. Is it like that? No. <laughs> you <laughs> said tele- telepathy or telekinesis? Telepathy. Gotcha. Sorry. Speaking to someone's mind. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Okay, cool. So then uh, I thank him and I just follow him, go to my room. Okay. Are we all, we all share the same room? So you got, yeah, you guys come down the stairs. Um, and so the way this ship is set up is you walk down the stairs and you're on the, so you're walking towards <coughs> the back of the ship. Mm-hmm. The stairs go down and you're facing the back of the ship. In the back of the second level that you're on, um, there's like a lounge area. There's like couches and chairs and stuff and tables for people to hang out at. And then directly to your right is a door and directly to your left is a door, and going backwards from where you are is a long hallway of, um, of stuff. So if you'll look at this map, this is, your, this is a lounge area, all rooms, all rooms on each side. Okay. Okay? And then this, there's two stairways. There's a stairway at the front, and the stairway is the one you're coming in. All right. Um, and he t- ushers you to the right, and he says, 
You have actually booked the final room aboard our ship. Uh, the three of you should be rather comfortable in here. And he opens the door and says, you're home for the next four to five <coughs> days, maybe a week or so, depending. Mm. Thank you, Mr. Lyle. <coughs> you're very welcome, Mr. Bruner. And, uh, Porky. Clareman, was it? Yes, it's Clareman. Clareman. I step in and sit cross-legged on the bed and put my hands on my knees. Okay. Close my eyes. Can I get any of you anything uh, before my duties as quartermaster begin to ramp up as we set sail? Would you like anything to eat or anything to drink? Tic Tacs. <laughs> Porky says, Do you have any meat? Well, yes. We do have some meat down in the galley. Uh... Actually, for you, Porky, if you'd like just to go down there, uh, <coughs> they're serving food at all times as a buffet line. I'm sure you'll enjoy that kind of thing. You can go downstairs and grab you something to eat later. Like a large mug of meat, please. <laughs> I, I, I tru- actually, you're right. I truly am busy. So I, I will be going. Thank you all very much for joining us. And as you know, the Orc Army, the Continental Army, can be a little bit rambunctious. So if you... Wouldn't mind steering clear of them and not causing any trouble. That'd be great. I'm not saying you're causing the trouble, but they tend to cause trouble wherever they go. They'll be stationed on each each of our different of our four levels here on the ship. Uh, so do just be careful and try not to get on their bad side. It's easy to do. Thank you. <coughs> you're very welcome. Does he leave the room? He leaves the room. Clement, could you please lock the door? <laughs> Excellent. (laughs) As soon as that happens, I turn into the woman, the guard or whatever that was on the thing. Um, I want to probe her mind for what she knows about the thing downstairs. Okay. Roll wisdom for me. (laughs) I'm not going to make you roll to remember her face because it's just recently. Mm -hmm. So roll to remember her roll. Uh, 15. Okay. So you're doing okay. Um... You, at first, the first, so the first thing we do with this first roll is, you know, get in there with some surface level stuff. So you become the, you become the lady. Um, for all intents and purposes, her name is Marge. Marge. Uh, so you are now Marge. Marge. Yeah, Marge. You're sitting on the, on the, on the, on the bed. Uh, and in her mind, you can feel that she's a little bit stressed out. The, you know, the bad weather, you know, worse than normal. She's not looking forward to this trip. She's tired of sailing around. She's getting older. Um, she's a little bit. She is a little bit, you know, antsy about something. Um, and you can tell that the soldiers coming past her currently are making her uneasy. Okay, roll again. Uh, yeah, if you want to go deeper, roll with twenty-four. Oh wow. Okay, so you do go deeper. So the, at first glance, what's making her nervous is the orcs, and also what what you're doing now, going deeper. I'm. Um, you're doing a good job of it. You're doing it effectively. So you're not, you know, there's not any um, confusion as to who you are, what you're doing occurring to you. Uh, so the more you're like thinking and meditating on this, you're able to know that she's also nervous about what's in the cargo hold. She's not particularly familiar with this. <laughs> she is not, she's not comfortable with the fact that they're, we're, they're carrying such a dangerous animal. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't know why. She's very upset that, uh, you know, why just because Ronald Witherbranch is dead, we have to cart all of his dangerous stuff from different places back to the, the Round Isle, 
like we should have put this thing down it's not worth keeping it should be killed anyway it's too dangerous it's it's probably killed people before does she know what it looks like she's not seen it she only knows what, she only knows its reputation I turned into Slivius <laughs> alright roll we're going roll wisdom with disadvantage we're going deep okay well I got a one <laughs> okay so when you do that you like start looks like a caricature <laughs> When you Picasso. when you turn into yeah. um, Slivius, like Claremont and Porky are watching on real quick, and they're just like kind of looking at each other, trying to figure this out, what you're doing. As you go to transform from Marge to Slivius, you just like your your eyes kind of roll back a little bit, and it, you're starting to feel some pain in your head. So you do take a little. We're gonna give you a little bit of psychic damage on this one. Um, you're gonna take four psychic damage uh, from doing this, and another thing is that. For a split second, you don't remember who you started out as. Like Bruner starts to mix with Marge a little bit, and Grim, your 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 reality as Grim is like a it it doesn't slip completely from you, but it's almost like a you know it's it starts to feel slippery. Who you were originally starts to feel slippery, like knowing about yourself, knowing your name or whatever. You know, knowing what you're good at and your skills and stuff like that starts to... It just... It feels like it... It feels like you're far away and it might be hard to return. But you do take four damage. And then you, after a brief second, become slivious, vile, and a kind of confused and um, defunct state. I'm going to take the mask off. Okay. <laughs> so you take it off? Yeah. Okay. All right. So you take it off and you're, you, you relax... Uh, you are grim again, and you're you you feel a lot better. When he removes the mask, does everybody go back to their natural state? Yes. So, uh, Jack, you you <laughs> Jack, you return to your natural state as being Jack. Clearman goes back to Burb, and Burb says, "Shoot." <laughs> uh, and Porky turns back into Misiko, so he stretches out long ways. Um, and he says, Grim, why did you remove the mask? It is a dangerous artifact, Misko. Didn't you say it was made by the gods? Yes. Well, it seems nothing they do is undangerous. I'll tell you what. Never mind. <laughs> what, what do you want to tell me? I'll tell you what, but I won't be now. It'll be well, later. <laughs> I can make you two turn back into who you want to be, but I'm going to just be Grim for a while. I might take a nap. I don't know. I'm, I intend to stay in here. Also, I don't believe that anyone on the ship actually knows who I am. So I may be, I may be fine to be me. Misiko. But you don't have a ticket. There's no picture on my ticket. That's I suppose I could avoid Marge. Yeah, we got two extras. <laughs> you do as you please. But Bur if, you get, if you get caught, don't bring us into it. Very well. Burb may stick out like a sore thumb. Yes. Burb, do you want me to change you back? Burb enjoys hearing the sound sore thumb, and you hear him say sore thumb. <laughs> uh, what'd you say? Does, does he want me to change it back? <coughs> Burb! Burb the mask. Burb, okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> Burb, okay, unless need change. Okay. If you're going to rest a minute, let's cut, yeah, to, rest let's a cut minute. to Jack and Arlo. Let's do it. I want to go in and get eyes on the cage. Okay. 
So you walk over to the cage, passing by other stuff. The the the, the bunnies. We're just gonna not talk about them anymore because they're just you know filler to fill out this, this area. Uh, there is a bear cub in there. The bear cub sniffs you as you walk by, but it's kind of docile. But as you get to the back, the closer you get to the back of the cargo hold, the more you stomping and the more snorting you hear, and the cage begins to rattle a little bit. Um, and as you approach, you see a big what? Oh, you just get do it. You're personifying yourself. Yep. Yeah, what I'm you seeing. see is and the largest bull-shaped creature you have ever seen in your life. That's the great big cage. Yeah, the great big cage. It's like a an eight foot tall bull. Wait, hold on, let me make sure I've got that right. The brovine. <laughs> That's a lot of bull. What's large? What's the what's large? Up thing? to sixteen feet tall, Up but over eight feet. feet. Okay, <clears throat> yeah. So this is like a ten foot tall bull. <laughs> Uh, it is snorting. That's more frog inside. And, and uh, it is snorting and you know pawing the or you know, hoofing the ground at you. But what's interesting about this uh, about this bull is that it looks to be armor plated. Mm-hmm. It is like covered in armor almost. Like it's, it's metal armor it's, or like it's armadillo skin, kind of. It's armor. not man made. It's its I'm skin is metal. Drop down and go over to where he is. Okay. <clears throat> so you walk up and you see the same thing. Uh, it, its skin is is metal for all intents and purposes. Can I, can, can I see anybody else around here? No, there's nobody else in the cargo hold right now. Can I go back to just being Arlo while I take it all in? Of course you can. Cool. But yes, it has got this, and it's as it snorts, you can see kind of this like green coming out of it. Sweet. Its eyes are black, and it's got big old long horns, and it's just this big metal-looking thing. Did I see this anywhere at all in Withered Ronald Branch's book? I'd say roll to check it out. All right, what am I? Roll an intelligence to navigate this big old book. The great big That's book of everything with everything inside. Good lord, are you all your dices today all twenties? <laughs> That's fine by me. I rolled um, some on an app. I rolled some yeah. on a dice. All right, so nat twenty. Yes, you find it immediately. You turn Ooh. to the you turn to the page, and um, Arlo. Whenever you look at the creature, you turn to Jack, and you say. This is a Gorgon. But in Arlo's voice. Yes. <laughs> it's a Gorgon is what I'm telling you. Sorry. Uh, Jack, I think that's one of them uh, Gorgons here in this book. Here, look. See? See? Gorgon. Yeah. Mm. Well, that looks like it, don't yeah, it? What is it? Pronounce Gorgon. So you can, can he read the description of it? Um, It'd take me an hour. You you can sound it out. He sounds it out. So what he sees is... He sees... um What you can read is that it does... Not particularly good or evil. Does it uh, have like stats on it? It doesn't have stats the way we have stats. For yeah, it. I just mean um, like, does it have like this thing shoots acid out yeah, of its yeah. butthole? Uh, you see, it talks about its horns. Its horns are good for you know, goring things. Uh, its hooves are very very sharp. Um, its breath is what you need to avoid. Uh, it exhales petrifying gas in a thirty foot cone. Um, you Probably know that you, you want to stay out from in front of it because it can petrify things with its breath. Mm. Um, also, if it another thing that it says if it gets moving too fast over a long distance, um, it can it can really knock you down. It can really hurt you. Mm. So you don't if you're capturing it or fighting it, you don't want to let it get up to speed and you don't want to get hit by its breath. I'm the juggernaut. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. 
Any good recipes for it? No good recipes. Oh, dang. This is the first one he's caught. Okay. <clears throat> All right. So, uh, Jack, I, I, I don't really know where this thing here comes from, but I, do you think this is one of Ronald's critters? I mean, we, we dispatched him, right? It's hard to say. Uh, we didn't see it down below his home. That's true. Where, if, if it's going over to the to the island that we're going to, where where you think they ought to be taking it? You think Ronald had somebody over there, man? Could be, could be going to his brother. Arlo, on the the sheet, you notice that at the bottom you recognize, or at the bottom of each page, you recognize some. You see some words that you recognize. Um, one of them says outside of uh, stable outside of Fark. One of them says. Uh, when you turn to the basilisk page, you can see, um, you know, home, uh, home holding area or whatever. It seems to have, you know, notes that say where these creatures were held, okay. or where the, where he was sending them, or where he like you know wanted them to be put. This one um, says, uh, I wish I had my map on me. Um, it says Detroit. <laughs> sorry. My apologies. I don't. I gotta. I get my phone out and check out my map. Jack, it looks like on these uh, pages down here in, in the bottom area, like some kind of, uh, I guess what they call like an inventory. Yeah, this where one things says, might be at. At the very bottom, this one says Bone Mountain Stables. This one here says something about a Bony Mountain Stable. Hmm. You ever heard of that? I have not. We will have to. Check a map when we get to round the round the aisle. The round aisle. Mm. I was going to say round haven. <laughs> <laughs> that's very fantasy-like. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's what you know about it. You know <clears throat> essentially where it came from and like, where it was being held by old Ronald. Mm-hmm. Um, Jack, if it's all right with you, I, I think I'm going to stay down here for a little bit. If I can observify things for a little while, I can kind of get a better, better handle on becoming these critters at a later time. I think that's an excellent idea, Arlo. Uh, I may have to stay down here as well until we hear something going on up top. Why do you think that is? If you've noticed, I don't look like my father anymore. Well, it'll be. So, we will have to wait and see. (laughs) Just stuff your shirt with pillows. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, well, you know, I reckon that'll be fine. If the disguise Um, comes back, I'll head back up. But otherwise, I don't want to risk being noticed. You did see all those guards boarding the ship, did you not? I don't think I did. Oh, you were. Yeah. Neither of y'all saw that. Neither of us. No, because you're yeah, already in the cargo hold. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. We were deposited. Uh, yeah. Yep. I thought we were still at the top of the ramp. Never mind. No, sorry. Wait. Yeah, you'd already been. You already went into the the cargo hold. Should you going back to the wagon? That fellow said he was going to come back and uh, bring old puppy dog some food. I think it would be easier to hide behind one of the cages if something goes goes wrong. So I agree. I'm going to look around. I think I'm going to see if I can get up behind a couple of these crates and uh, just get in a good uh, good watching spot so I can keep an eye on this critter. As will I. Okay, you want to roll the hide for me? Rolling the hide. 13. What roll would that be? Just a straight up <coughs> stealth? Yeah, just stealth. I... <coughs> That's a 17 plus a 2. That's a 19. Okay. No, I got a plus 4 on the stealth. 
I'm doing good. 21. Nice. What you got, Bryce? 13. Okay. Yep, so y'all are good because also roll perception. I could precept it. Y'all are both hidden from what's about uh, to come down. That here. is a two, but it's plus six, so eight. Seven. Okay, uh, you guys do not see, or you don't hear it before, you don't hear anything before the door opens. But I, I, also, what you did pass on the way to this cage, you passed two of those staircases. Um, the staircase at the front of the ship, so where your cart is, is near a staircase. Okay. Um, that you kind of had to travel past it to get to the very front of the ship hold. Um, as well as you walk past the staircase to get to this big cage. So the staircase isn't like at the end of anything. It's like in the middle? Yeah. So. Okay. Um, gotcha. Sorry. Your cargo is down here. This is the cargo hold. Mm. Um, so this would be the front of the ship. You got a staircase here and a staircase there gotcha. in the middle. Um, so the staircase uh, is nearby, I guess, where you're hiding, depending upon. And you hear after the door opens for them to come down, you hear. Why we gotta be in the cargo hold? I wanna be up top where we can see the ocean. It's dark and stinky down here, and I know they got a gorgon. We're supposed to be making sure nobody comes down here and makes makes harm with it, but I don't wanna be tearing this down. Well, I'm sorry, alright. I, I don't make the call, it's him. He's the one who got us down here. Nobody likes him. And then you see three orcs coming down from your hiding spot. Uh, and these two orcs that are talking back and forth are very upset. And there, the last one that spoke is pointing at the orc mage who is silently walking down the the uh, the stairs. And so you have two soldiers and one mage coming down, seemingly to keep watch over the cargo hold. You hear the first one say, "Wobbles stand over there at the front. They say there's your puppy dog down here. Might get, I might get me a few pets in if you know what I mean." What do you mean? I mean I'm going to pet the dog. <laughs> What do you mean you're going to pet the dog? Why would you say, do you know what I mean? Well, I wanted to make sure you knew what I mean by petting the dog. Of yep. course I know what you mean if, by petting the dog. If you're going to pet the dog, just say you're going to pet the dog. Fine, I'm, go I'm going to go find the dog and pet it. You stay down here with the Gorgon. Jack's looking across the room at Harlow, just like canting his head to the side like, get, get out there. <laughs> do it, dude. Harlow's kind of looking back, like, you know, arms up in the air like, what? <laughs> Resignedly, I just kind of like fine. All right, I'm going. I'm going back to to doggy mode then. And the the orc mate says, "Well, both of you, shut up! Ridiculously, have me down here in this cargo hold." All right, so I'm I'm mastiffing it up, and I'm just I'm I'm walking down the the center aisle, just kind of headed back. So you gotta kind of come out from your box. Yeah. Okay, and you go down to the middle. So at this point, you have one orc guard that's down there on the other end, and then you have the. The soldier and the mage over there, kind of near the gorgon's cage, um, split kind of by the whole ship. So you come out. Um, you are you hiding? Or are you like making noise or whatever? I'm I'm trying to dog it up. I don't think a dog would be trying okay. to hide. He's just sure. walking around. So he, he hears your nails on the wood floor, and the one orc says, "Oh, there he is! Come here, little one. I want to give you a pet." Start. If you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> if, if a dog could shrug. <laughs> Yeah. All right, I, I start wagging the tail. I head, I head that okay. way. He walks over I'm there. I'm a friendly dog. Just, hey, hey, we've, I found a dog. He over here. We can pet him. He's pretty big, though. <laughs> he gives you <laughs> he gives you a few pets. Boy. I'm, I'm tired of messing with all these with all these frightening, scary creatures. <laughs> I'm, I miss the dogs in the cats of the world. Arlo sits down. He's just taking it all around. 
Okay. He's enjoying the praise. Also, nothing licks up blood like a dog, eh? And they both the other orcs from the other end says, <laughs> they they laugh say, yeah, that's right, that's certainly right. And then the mage one says, again, would you please shut up? I don't I don't want to be down here in the first place, and I certainly don't want to be down here with you buffoons. <clears throat> um, Arlo doesn't say much. He's just, just he's taking cool. in the pit. Bark. <laughs> Okay. So, no, no bark. No so bark. he kind of stops petting you and he starts looking around, you know, just doing his guard thing. I'm going for the unintimidating dog creature. Okay. You do it. I do that. Um, You said he's like looking around at the crates and stuff now? Yeah, he's just kind of poking around. All right, I want to head back to the, to the wagon. Okay. You go there. Jack, what are you up to? Just watching? Yeah. I'm just... Uh... I was behind like the biggest cage I could find to be the most well hidden. Okay. Yeah. Can I get under the wagon? Sure. <clears throat> Alright, so Arlo's under the wagon. Um cool. So that's pretty much all that's happening down there. Nice. Um You do hear some conversation from the guys again. You say you hear one of them from the other and say, Oi! What do you think about that captain? What do you think about that? And the other one says, Oh no. I was I always fought all the orcs win the army. I never heard of no girl orc kept in no ship. But she seems alright to me. I don't know much about her. Seems pretty. I like the way she looks. But she's a little bit crass for me. That's about all you hear. That's kind of the, the conversation they're talking about the captain. That'll work. Okay. Uh let's cut back to Grimly. And Clearman and Burb. Um, Clearman. Is <coughs> some stuff y'all want to do? No. I'm just hanging out until they move away or something. You're okay. being stealthily hitified? Yeah. Is Clearman... Claire, no, Burb is not Clearman anymore, right? <coughs> Burb? No. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Burb and Lisk. Everybody is back. <coughs> I uh, get I'm off the bed um, and I walk over to Burb and, and Misko and I put the mask back on and I say... Uh, I think I'm going to go out for a little bit. I'm going to give you back your disguises just in case you need to leave the room. Okay. And then I do that. Alright, so they come. Thank you, Grim. And Burb says, uh, Thank you. <laughs> that is difficult for him to make that transformation. Um, Are you disguising yourself as yourself? Yeah. Oh, well, I have the mask on, but yeah. Um, did I see a way to get down into the cargo area you don't know specifically where these staircases go but you imagine based on the way ships are constructed you'd have to keep going down um and so I mean, well did i see like a staircase yeah going so down? under like the staircase that you came down on the back side of it is goes down another level okay excuse me um i wish to descend burb will you no claremont sorry will you <laughs> yeah. step outside the room uh. And see if there's anybody in the hallway. Of course I will. Thank you. Uh, he opens the door and looks out, and he peeks around. And he says, "Oh!" And he puts, <laughs> he shuts the door again. And nope, he says, there. Uh, Grim, I there are there are three orc soldiers and a, and one of those hooded figures uh, on this on this floor. It seems excellent. <laughs> Where are they? Are they by the stairs? Um. There is the one mage is by the stairs. The or no, excuse me. The one mage is in the front, mm-hmm. kind of farther, the, as far away from you as you can get down the ship. 
there are three of the orcs sitting in the lounge area, that is, which is very close to your... If you go out of your door and to the right, they're right there. Okay. The stairs are over by the other guy? The stairs are, like, directly in front of you. So if you open your door, you're, like, looking at the, the stairs coming down. Um, to go left would be to go to the back of the stairs and then go down. To go right would be to go to the front and go up. If you look all the way to the left to the front of the ship, which is probably a solid, you know, 100 feet or so, there's the orc mage walking around the other end of the ship. To your right, maybe twenty feet away, is the lounge where all the orcs are. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Crap. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna take off my armor. Okay. And because uh, um, it gives me disadvantage on stealth checks, so right. I'm gonna take off my armor. And I'm gonna set it on on the on the thing. Okay. Um, That's cool. I like this. Uh, armor bonus. I have none armor. Apply. Done. Oh, you no. leave it in the room? Yeah, I'm leaving it in the room. Um, and then I'm going to try to stealth into the downstairs. Okay. What does your armor look like again? I forget. It's a half plate. So but it's, it's, just it's like, like worked into your coat, isn't it? No. I took the coat off. Okay, gotcha. Um, actually, I could put the coat back on because that's light armor. Okay. I'm going to do that. This light on. So okay. this is like an actual transformation. Like if somebody touches you, they don't. They yeah, don't feel is, the music going inside the dwarf. Yeah, this is an act, this isn't this guy's self. Gotcha. Um, okay, so yeah, and it feel that. that's and that's part of the reason why you like you are you. It's like you're kind of reprodu- reproducing another person. Mm. Okay. Become another person. <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh man. Jeebs. Oh, I got a six. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so what's nice about the sticks is that you're far enough away that you could run. Uh, what's not so great about the sticks, the sticks is that well, you will get noticed. I want to, I want to like open the door and kind of lunge out. Yeah. So. Sure. Okay. So what happens is you open the door and you lunge out and the three orcs to your right turn and it's like, what's good? What's that? Uh, the mage on the other end doesn't notice. He's too far away. Um, but you jump to the other side of the stairs, and by the time you do that, you hear them stand up, and they're coming to like, what in the world was that? Did they see me? They saw a shadowy figure shoot out of that room into behind the stairs. You have broken line of sight. They are walking towards... (laughs) They are walking towards you at this point. This ship is cursed. (laughs) Oh. Oh, okay. Ah, <laughs> I use the mask and I, I turn into one of the orc mages. Right, roll wisdom for me. Oh, jeez, come on. Ah, twenty-four. Okay, that's 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 that helps you out. So on the other <laughs> side of the thing, you turn into an orc mage and you're standing there, um, and you feel not very smart, but also you feel this dark, <coughs> sinister energy coursing through you. Just you don't you you feel like there's a lot of evil weighing you down at this point all right um, you do not feel good it, um, it is not a good feeling um <coughs> but you you stand there as an orc mage as they come around the corner and they say what you're supposed to be downstairs how do they talk uh their their accent is a little bit more like evil villain <laughs> british i guess like okay. downstairs i said like shut up you buffoons okay i think is what i said i know i'm supposed to be down there but i'm up here now checking on things go away all right, roll a performance check. I get a 10. 
Wait, what? Am I using modifiers of zero or mine? Um, we're gonna call them zero. Yeah. Okay, so ten. Um, sorry, I need to get my sheet. To roll stuff, and this will be uh, what wisdom check for these orkies. I think they rolled well. Or so <coughs> the horses have. No, you you're definitely supposed to be down there. I know, I'm going... Just, just because you have the robes don't mean you're better than us, alright? You need to be downstairs. I don't think I'm better than you. I'm trying to go back downstairs. What are, what are you doing up here, then? Going back downstairs. So you came up the stairs to come back down the stairs? It's called cardio. We're <laughs> <laughs> on a ship. You're doing your exercises. There's no PT on the ship. That's, what we're, that's part of the good thing about us leaving. We don't have to run drills. Go downstairs, relax. We're hanging out in the lounge. If you get bored... And, you know, somebody changes your post, you come up here and hang out with us. Or you could trade with him down there. He's not, he's not very sorry. He's down there hanging out by himself. Oh, well, I may take you up on that. Well, get back downstairs. I'm Those going. <laughs> <laughs> <Go> downstairs. <laughs> All right. So they go back over there to the uh, to the couches and stuff. Cool. On my way back downstairs, I transform into Grim. Okay. Roll another wisdom check. Uh, 20, not natural. Okay. Cool. Um, so you're downstairs, and you are now in the galley. Uh, the way the galley is set up is there are, the, what you immediately see is in the back of the ship, just this big kitchen. You see all the cabinets, you see a chef back there, you know, souffleing and doing all the crap he does, you know, cooking. Uh, big old kitchen back there. Behind you and behind the staircase down the very center of this long ship, um, area, this, this big open area. There's no walls in here. The only thing that's wall-like is the staircases and the poles that from the, the masts that go all the way through. Um, but in the very center, down the length of the center of the ship, for most of it, except for, you know, where the kitchen area and then some at the front, there's a big buffet line. Okay. There's, just, there's food out there, the food's hot, uh, and people are kind of going back and forth getting something to eat. It's supper time. And down each side of the, the ship are big, long tables where everybody's seated. Um, and then at the other end uh, is kind of some open... An open spot in, the, in another staircase that goes up. Um, staircase behind me that goes down. You just yeah, and the one that you you just came out of another one is kind of another go down thing. I'm going down. Okay, um, real so quick. Wait, that's lower than where we are, or that's right above you. Okay. Yeah. So the way the ship. So now that you've seen all of it, the way the ship is is upper deck, quarters, quarter area where you're staying. Mm. The galley is the third level, and then cargo is the bottom. Gotcha. Um. Uh, before you go, would you want to roll a perception check to look around, or do you not take the time to look around this room? Um, I think I would, because I imagine like I'm coming down. If there's like a rope thing, I grab it and I'm like looking around as I, as I turn and go okay. down. Uh, oh no, I don't see nothing. Okay, I got a one. Would, would you like to roll stealth again to get through this room? Yes. Fourteen. All right, that will get that will get you through. Dope. Cool. And then I go, I go, I go down, go downstairs. All right, you go downstairs. Um, so you clippity clop. Dang it! I nope. said <laughs> again. You walk down those stairs. Uh, you didn't see anything. You didn't get a chance to really eye anybody in that in the in the galley. You did. You didn't really <laughs> get a chance to see anybody. But you go down and you can hear the uh, roll perception again for me, actually. Twenty-five. Okay, uh, so yeah, on your way down this time, you hear 
the you hear that end of that conversation. You hear what they were talking about the captain. You heard that they were referring to the captain as a female orc. They were concerned that why is she not in the army, but she seemed she seemed pretty or whatever. I don't know. Uh, and you can also hear the mage telling them that they're buffoons. And so you can already go ahead and you know for a fact there are two soldiers and a mage down there. Do I know? Can I, can with my perception? Can I can I know where they are? Yeah, you can as you come down the stairs. So essentially, <clears throat> the way the stairs work is like you're kind of in the dark above place because when you first get into that area you're looking at the back of the stairs that are above you Mm -hmm. so you can't you're in the darkness you can't really see much but you can tell that there's a soldier and a mage kind of right in front of you at the bottom of these stairs kind of and you can hear from farther back that other soldier kind of back down the ship and you can also hear the sounds of the gorgon the you can hear the snorting and the hoofing so they're how how close are the soldier and the mage uh together how close are they to me? Um, they're really close to the bottom of the stairs. They're probably 15 feet-ish away from you as the crow flies. Okay. Um. <laughs> Inside the ship. It's kind of hops from one yeah. place to the other. I'm going to... Well, does my stealth check apply to this or do I need to roll again? I think the stealth check would apply to you getting through that original room. I don't want to over overroll you, but I feel like it would, be, it would make sense. Okay. I'm going to... Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Huh. <laughs> <coughs> that was my throat made that noise. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna. I guess I'll try to stealth again and get over to the. Like, I want to just kind of run in and punch the mage in the face. Okay, so you want to stealth for a surprise attack? Sure. Okay. I got a 14, so same roll. And got stealth. Uh, passive perception is what again? It's 8 plus their perception score. Which oh well, well, if it's a monster sheet, it tells you passive perception. Uh, these the mages are something of my own design. Okay, then it would be eight plus um, their wisdom score and plus proficiency if they're proficient in perception. Okay, so yeah, you you pass. Neither of them see you. Nobody nobody sees you on the way, so you will definitely have a surprise round of attack if you want to go ahead and roll initiative if this is what you intend to do. Yep, I got ten for my initiative. Okay, let's do this thing. Oh, Bryce, what's wrong with you? A lot of things. All right, so um, <laughs> Jack and Arlo, I'm gonna need you guys to roll perception then initiative, please. Okay, we are perceptive and initiative. Nat twenty perception. <laughs> what can I do? Five initiative. No, five plus five initiative. Ten initiative. Eight perception and seventeen initiative. See, right now we need a hat that we can pull out conversation yeah, yeah, starters on. on, and we can discuss things while Keith sets up the <laughs> initiative order. Yeah, Grim, what's up? What's your roll? Uh, ten for initiative. Okay. Uh, Jack? Ten for initiative. Roll your tens again. Do it! Eight. Roll five. Thirteen. Okay, so we'll say you got a ten point five, and Grim got a ten. Yeah. Okay, so it will be Arlo will be going first, so roll that perception that you had. Eight. Well, of course, Grim's going to go first, and then the roll, the, the order. Um, yeah, quick setup for the action scene here, because I'm underneath a wagon. Right, that, that's, and that's what I'm trying to give you with I'm the guessing perception. I'm behind the Gorgon. Yeah, we're both, we're both hidden, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. 
Well, I just the whole thing is what I like to do with initiative is that if it's I don't nice. put everybody into initiative, then the timing for the rest of you will be off. So I, I like the if we're going to have combat, if we're going to zoom in on like six seconds worth of time at a time, it's easier for us to keep track. I think. Yeah. Uh, Jack Grimm, and then. Coo, 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 coo. <clears throat> yeah, I was discussing, I think it was with you, that we needed the uh, little hat of conversation starters. I think so, yeah. That would be cool. Because now I don't know what to talk about, so I'm just talking about talking about stuff. Well, well that's, that's always a good subject. place to start. <laughs> um, okay, so, Grim, what do you do first? I run up to the mace and I'm going to give him the old one-two-two two punch. <laughs> okay, give it to him. Ping, ping. But I'm going to start. I got a two. nat 20 to hit, baby. All right. That's awesome. Uh, okay, roll so damage, roll. So you just come sprint. I love it. Just open the door. Oh, there's people down here. <laughs> Smack. Um, 18 damage on the first hit. All right, nice. I would just love to see, like, you find enemies at the bottom of the stairs. You just jump off. Fist to blaze. Yeah, it's just like yeah. a Superman punch. Um, like you just jump off the bottom stair and then <laughs> right in the face. Well, they're 15 feet away, so I can't do that. Not from the bottom of the <clears> stairs. <throat> they're 15 feet away from you from the top of the stairs. I just picture you're, mo- you're using some movement speed here to get to them. Yeah, I guess I'll like run down the stairs as fast as possible and like leap off yeah. and deck him in the cheek. And I'll nice. be on. I want to be on the left side of him and okay. I, or on the side opposite of the soldier. Okay, yeah, so in my mind, he's if you're looking at him, mage's on the right, soldier's on the left, so you want to go to okay, the right? So, yeah, I want to swing in with the okay. left punch then. Gotcha. He was an imposter. <laughs> yeah. um, second, I got a nine to hit on the second one. I'm assuming That's that not going to hit. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Yep, not going to hit. Okay, so you punch him one time with your fisty, with your fisty cuffs with your necrotic damage, mm-hmm. and you punch him in the face, and like some of the necrotic damage melts some of his skin off, and he says... What is going on? And he looks. He looks at you and says, "You will die for this." Um, and that is what he'll say to you. <laughs> it is now Arlo's turn. Arlo, what you have just witnessed from the bottom and very far away, between you and the action is an orc soldier who has just turned to see this going on. And what you see, if you roll perception for me, this is a sight one, so it's not going to be it's advantage. A- Six plus six, twelve. You do see Grim jump. Well, you really don't see Grim. He's well stealth, but you do see someone jumping off the stairs and punching the orc mage in the face, and you hear the orc mage threaten Grim's life. <laughs> That's totally Grim. <laughs> uh, so, with this stuff, I would imagine we're going to take this turn for you to absorb this, look at it, and you'll have you'll be able to act on your next one with your perception and everything. Does that make sense? Is that cool with everybody? I guess. I, I can't make a movement? Yeah, you can move. You can absolutely move. You want okay. to move toward it. Seeing all this stuff going down, it's got me thinking, all right, something's not quite right. Can I use my movement speed to dash back to where Jack is? Um, you want to make it all the way there? Sorry, I was sipping. Because the ship is longer than... What's your what's your movement speed? With dash, I got 80 feet. 80 feet. The ship is still longer than that. It's a long boy. Um, so I went so, from one side of the ship to the other? Okay. Wait, the, the Gorgon's in the back and the, yeah. and the put, cart's in the front. Two episode, two opposite yeah, ends. you are in the opposite ends. And I'll get as far as I can. Gotcha. And we weren't in combat for measuring your walking speed. Your walking <coughs> speed. Oh, that's so, right. That's yeah. right. Um, so, yeah, you get as far as you can. You're probably three, four, three quarters <coughs> of the way there. Okay. Also, if you're listening at home, don't hold me to that math later on. As yeah. far as like the ship being 150 feet long or whatever. We'll deal with that. 
Um, but you get about three quarters of the way there. Uh, you do sprint past the orc, but he, you know, he thinks you're a dog that's interested in what's going on. He's not concerned about that. Um, so that'll be your turn. Nice. Orc number one is the one over there by you, Arlo. So he's going to dash as well towards that area, and he is going to get probably about halfway there. Towards the area that I'm heading to? Or yeah, towards he's the... going towards the action. <clears throat> I wasn't heading towards the action. I was heading towards the jet. He is near the action. The okay. action is between us. Okay, yes. that works. We're at two ends of the ship. They just came down the stairs. That makes better sense. Okay. Yeah. And the stairs that came down are rather close to the rear of the ship. Got it. Okay. If you'll... Here, I'll show you again on the mappies. Mm-hmm. So, action is occurring. To consider this to be your staircase. Okay. Towards the, the stern. Yeah. Staircase, you know, Gorgon's back here. Okay. Probably. Uh, cart was up here. You come sprinting down this way, and so your action is occurring in this area. Okay. And Jack is kind of in the very back of the ship. Oh, so I've made so about three weird. quarters to the to the back. Yep. Yeah. Um, Bryce, am I okay in saying that you're court towards the, almost the very rear of the ship? I was. I'm pretty sure. I'm, is the Gorkin cage like a cage cage, or is it like a box with a cage front? Ooh. Um. Because it was dark, so I'm assuming it's like it's a, box a box with a cage front. Yeah. All right. So I'm behind the big box. So right, right at the back of the ship. Yeah, all right. the way, all the way at the back. Okay, cool, gotcha. So this fellow's gonna dash. He's gonna make it about halfway the length of the ship. Um, you know, because I'm already messing up the math, but I'm just trying to get everybody. You know, there. So, um, yep, he's going. Orc number two is gonna say, "You what?" <laughs> he's gonna take out his great axe off his back and step towards you, Grim, and swing it on you. Where, where did you move towards? I didn't move. Okay. Yeah, I, it hadn't been my turn yet. Gotcha. <clears throat> I don't think I'm going to hit you with a seven. Yeah. So he swings <clears throat> it, and you're able to your your lightness from not having your heavy armor on allows you to dodge this one. Uh, and he swings his uh, axe and it and buries it into the the wooden floor of the ship. It says, "Oh, missed him." Uh, now, Jackaroony, it's your turn. I um. Can I stealth to like the next little set of cages or something? What? Uh, Just to get to closer. To huh? get closer to them? Yeah. Uh, sure. You could probably move around to your left to get behind <clears throat> some more boxes to get within like how close do you want to be? Uh, somewhere where I can get out and attack with my movement speed before. You could probably do that from here, honestly, if uh, okay. you wanted to. Uh, You're close enough. I'd like to be able to go. I want to get within 15 feet of them. Okay, gotcha. So that so I can attack and come back. You need to move first. Yeah. Is, now, are we, do you remember all your rogue stuff? Because I don't, what you have the options to do. Yeah. Can't you, like, can you not, like, leave, attack somebody, then disengage and dash or something? Yeah. Okay. I can, yeah, I know it all. <laughs> okay, sorry. I just, I forget these things. All right. So, you can move around to the left if you want to stealth. Okay, 19 to stealth. You stealth. Okay. Nobody hears you slink around, so you, you know, creep out. Huh? I do. Yeah. Your passive perception is that high? Mm-hmm. Dang. Uh, <coughs> he knows all. Yeah, uh, so you slink. So yeah, Grim, you see him slink out from behind the uh, Gorgon cage, and then around kind of to the left. Um. Is there anyone with their back to me? Uh, at this point, both of your enemies will have their back to you. Okay. Then how how far did I move to get over to that cage? We'll say you move fifteen feet. Okay, so 
Okay, then that's that's all I'm gonna do then. Okay, I'll wait for the next turn. Because I'd have to move out, then move back, and right. Yeah. Okay, so you're in position, Grim. It is your turn once more. <clears throat> all right, I'm gonna go for the old punch again. Okay. Uh, eleven to hit the mage. That would have missed him. <clears throat> okay. Um. What get, Thirteen to hit the mage. Uh, that will also miss him. Dang it! So a couple punches. The mage has got the mage has got your number on these. He's like he's taking your punches and doing like you know the blocks from a kung fu movie, and he blocks both of your punches on that one. Some and point then he just holds up a block. And you punch it. He responds with doing something. So you currently look like one of the mages, right? No. Okay. He changed back. All right. So. Yeah, well, I've got the mask on, but yeah. Okay. As soon as he came down the stairs, he changed back into Grim. Got it. He is going to cast a fire shield on himself. So he looks at you and then fight like he, you know, does the Dragon Ball Z um, move with his arms, and not he doesn't shout <laughs> or anything for six episodes. <laughs> uh, he lights his hands on fire, then that fire comes Dragon Ball Z. and it, it covers his like whole body, and he kind of wreathed in flame here. Um, and he says, "Give me your, give me your worst." <clears throat> okay. <laughs> uh, and that's going to be his turn. Turns okay. around and punches the air. Uh, that's about as bad as it gets. <laughs> <laughs> he turns into Bertha. Arlo, it's your turn. Uh, my turn. All right. Can I use? <clears throat> My movement and my and my whatnots to get up to where Jack is at. Uh, it will. You will have to dash to get all the way to Jack. Okay. He's, he's, he'll be outside of forty feet for you. Okay. That uses up my action or anything. A dash would use your action. Mm, okay. That dash would be an action. Okay. Well, I got three quarters of the way there. How much farther is it? I got four. I got forty feet of regular movement speed. Right. Okay. I think Jack will be outside of forty feet for you at okay. this point. All right. Is that not correct, Matt? He moved 80 feet on his last turn. You said that was three quarters of the way. Okay, I guess 40 feet would get him to the back, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so no, okay. 40 feet. Yeah, sorry, my math is wrong. Absolutely. All right, All right so I'm going to use my, my speed and my, my nosiness to mm -hmm. find where Jack went to, and I'm going to head his way. Okay, roll perception if you're looking for him, because he rolled <clears throat> 19, 19 for stealth. For stealth. Uh, that's a 10. And a twenty, not natural. <laughs> All right, so an unnatural twenty will allow you to sniff up Jack. All right, you know I where Jack is. To Jack. I found a Jack. I come up to Jack. Can I <clears throat> demastifize myself? Um, but you have not rolled stealth, so you are noticed by the orcs and stuff. I am noticed. You never rolled stealth. Okay. You're a you're a dog running by. So without without rolling the stealth just to find him. You're essentially walking up to Jack and like you know pointing pointing at him and kind of pointing pointing him out. They don't know what you're looking at at this point because they. Oh, can't I thought see I was like running up behind the crates and stuff. Okay, never mind. But yeah, you you will have some sort of cover, but you will not be necessarily stealthed. Okay. It would have to be a, a high. If you don't want to be seen doing this, I have to ask you to stealth. Yeah, that's turn. I, yeah. Uh, well, on the next turn. Um. Anyway, I was going to demasterize and I was going to cast Pass Without Trace. I guess you could you could you could you could roll stealth for this one to hide, but you'd have to do a next action in the next turn. Okay. I believe. <clears throat> well, that's a twenty-three to stealth. All right, so you you go up behind this box, sniff out Jack, and like, 
hey dude, found you. And then you like, you know, squirm into the back of this box where nobody can see you as well. Yeah. So now you're both completely concealed by the orcs and then, you know, next round you'll be able to do whatever you want unseen. Well, the only thing I've done so far is move. Well, you sniffed yeah. him out and rolled stealth. That was two rolls. You, a hide is definitely an action. Perception yeah. checks are an action as well. Okay. I have been generous. Um, so, yeah, so you're stealth. So next turn. Um, who's next? The orcs boy. The orc boys will be next. Orc number one. He's going to dash. He's going to dash again, and he will be right here at the action. So he's very nearby, uh, and he has seen. We're going to... We're gonna wipe the floor with your blood, and your dog gets in here. This rather adorable's gonna lick it up, right, Pooch? And he looks around for you and can't see you. Oh, how <laughs> tragic, sir! I'm uh, compelled to bark, but I do not. Okay, uh, Orc number two is gonna swing his great axe again at you, Zenus or Grim. Bring it, it. He will roll a seventeen to hit you. That will it hit. Okay, so that will do. Yibidibidibidibow. I'm hitting the mic twice. I apologize for that. Poops. You're two out of the game. I'm not maximizing Grimm's actions. What you mean? Because like I have a, I can, I could have cast a spiritual weapon as a bonus action, so I have like a third attack each turn. You should take 14 mm. damage from a great axe. Uh, he gets you a good, he gets ooh. you a good chop, like right in the hip with his great axe. Just a flesh wound. You try to dodge it, and he gets you in the hip with it. He says, "Touch that one." Uh, the. In, as you begin to leak a little bit from the great axe wound. I'm <laughs> leaking. Oh, no. Uh, Jack, it's your turn, sir. What's the mighty putty on I'm going to run out from behind this thing <laughs> and going to attack the guard, one of them that's not facing towards me. Okay. Uh, yeah, so they're, the one that just arrived would be facing kind of y'all's way. The mage and the one that just hit Zenus would not be. Okay. So I'm going to just chop him like straight on the back. Mage or soldier? Uh, which one? So is it like... One of them... So yeah. I'm so, here. The, these two are here. Which gotcha. one is the closer one? Um, you're the closest to the mage. Okay. How far is that? Uh, yeah, 15 feet. Yeah, okay. within 15 feet of him. All right, cool. Then I'm going to do that. Attack the mage. Okay, attack the mage, roll to hit him. Ooh, dookie. That ain't good. 11. That is not going to hit, sadly. The whiff. It's the, you go in, like, you being hidden, you can't see super well behind this box, so as you shoot out there to try to hit him, he's he's just wreathed himself in this bright orange flame, and it kind of gets in your eyes a little bit, and you go to swipe, and you kind of miss him. All right, then I'm going to disengage and kind of get back out of his range. Can you hide? You can't hide again, so you I would cannot. be revealed. Yeah. He says, what was that? As he turns around and sees you, he says, ah, oh, another rat. Mm -hmm. um, as you kind of get back out of his, you know, attack range to, you know, do the uh, yeah. opportunity. He can't I moved do that. back, like, the 15 feet, so I'm okay. a little ways in front of the Gordon gauge, I guess. Gotcha. So he's, yeah, he's, like, concerned with you now. <clears throat> Grim, it's your turn, I'm going to activate my necrotic shroud. So they, all three of them, need to make a wisdom saving throw. Okay. Uh, 13? No. 
Alright, then all of them fail. Okay. They are all frightened of you. Um, Which, to ah. re-clarify, frightened is they can't move toward you. Yeah, and they um, have disadvantage on all attacks. ability checks and stuff or like that. Attacks I, I as think well? it's... Yeah, it's... It might just be attacks. I think it's like... it's. It might be... I don't know. I can look it up. Disadvantage on attacks against a creature. It sounds... That sounds like wording that I recognize. I'm just... I'm gonna look it up real quick because I don't want to be sure. It only lasts until my next turn anyway, so right. they don't... They don't too much... So the feared matter. only lasts for one round? Yeah. Ah, uh, I'm a feared. Which is a poo-poo. Yeah. It's not too bad frightened. if you're being swarmed. We do this every time you use it, too. Uh, yeah. Frightened. A frightened creature has disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls, while the source of its fear is within its yes, line of sight, and the creature can't willingly move closer to the source of its fear. Okay, so it could attack you, just can't get closer yeah. to you. And then gotcha. I'm also going to cast Spiritual Weapon. Alright, cool. Because uh, it's a bonus action. Yep. Uh, you create a floating spectral weapon within range that lasts for the duration. When you cast this spell, you make a melee attack against a creature within five feet of the weapon. I'm going to cast it, like, right behind the mage, I guess. Okay. Uh, so that is a dat gum. I don't know what that is. What is that? <laughs> that is a nine to hit. That's going to miss. Dang. This mage is this mage is focused, man. This is the I feel like the first focused mage y'all y'all have actually encountered. He's tuned in. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's tuned in. He's he's upset to be down here, so he's he's happy for a quick fight. And he's but being so tuned in, he's gotten he's he's uh too confident. He's not calling for help. He's just he he's looking at you like I can handle this. So like you use your spiritual weapon. It's the hammer, right? Mm -hmm. He like dodges out of the way as it goes to smack the ground. Um, and whenever he dodges it out of the way, he drops his hand to his side, and a fiery blade comes out of it. He casts a flame blade with his bonus action, and then he tries to bring it up across your chest and slice you with it. Okay. If that was into your turn. Yeah, it was. Okay. But he is also afraid. He's afraid, but confident. Yeah. His, his emotions are, are complicated. Confidently fearful. He has disadvantage on this attack, though. Mm-hmm. Um... All right, so he is going to miss you, I think. Uh, I don't think it, that would have hit you. Um, uh, <clears throat> no, obviously not, because the bottom one was much lower than the top one. Yeah, so he he has the blade, but he's afraid, and he's like, ah, and tries to swipe it. Like, he tries to swipe at you know, some of your wings or some of that etherealness that happens, or maybe even the spiritual weapon or something. And he tries to swipe around, but his flame blade it just doesn't do anything as he holds it there, just flaming scimitar in his hand. He says, I will kill you! <clears throat> um, and that's going to be the end of his turn. Is that the same mage I was attacking? Yeah. Okay. So There's only one. So he's turned back again. Yeah, he did, he noticed you. So I, I can't make him like turn around and actually face you on his turn. I was just yeah. trying to get the idea that he knows that you're there and he's concerned with you as well. Gotcha. But he was always facing Grim. Hmm. Um. So really, between you and the mage now is a spiritual weapon. Mm -hmm. Okay. Gotcha. All right, Arlo, it is your turn now. Okay. Do your worst. How far am I from everybody? You are 15 feet from really any of these people you'd like to attack. Okay. So Grim included. 15 feet from everybody. Um, There's a box between you and them currently, but you can yeah. easily go past that. So I'm currently hidden. Jack is not hidden. Yeah. Grim is really not. So essentially, yeah, like, yeah. imagine you're a, you a dog behind a box. Okay. Uh, That's a good visual. You're a dog behind a box. If you peek out, you would see Jack's butt standing there between you and... In this action, what a sight it um, is! 
in like you, this kind of tight little lane between boxes is what I'm picturing. Okay. Uh, and then beyond him is this action happening right outside the box. And this whole time, the Gorgon... I'm farther back than that. Huh? I, I'm farther back than that. I dropped back 15 feet when the Yeah, he's like right was... beside you, essentially, is what I'm trying to... Yeah, I'm not trying to say he's farther, very far away. Oh, okay. Just, yeah, like, if, if this is the box <coughs> and you're peeking out from behind it, like Jack is right there, you're essentially licking his leg whenever you turn around to look. Um, the Gorgon is getting concerned as well. You, you hear like... <laughs> And you can see some of that green smoke kind of coming out of the, coming out of the cage there. Um, okay. But there's there seems to be something. And as we're well. close by the cages. Yes, okay. I mentioned uh, I didn't mention it earlier, but there seems to be something kind of plugging this this Gorgon's nose a little bit. Um, that the the smoke when he breathes it out looks very muffled, so you can see it very hazily. But um, it's what you learned about it that it can fire this. Fire. <laughs> Fire this. It can exhale this this putrefying cloud or petrifying cloud. Um, you know that, but it seems to be plugged. So what will you do, Arla? Um, Just information for y'all. A ma- that, was, that was actually a good visual, though. Um, a mastiff don't have very much going on at all, so I'm going to demastify. Like seven okay. times I and I would like to cast Demasticate. without trace. All right. That's the shadowy... Something, right? Well, yeah, it's just a veil of shadows and silence radiates from you, masking you and your companions from detection. It's, it's basically anything within 30 feet that I choose. Nice. So it basically just gives a plus 10 bonus to uh, stealth checks. Cool. So I would like to put that on me and he and he. Okay. So you all um, become shadowy if you want to be. Yeah, and they got a plus 20 to stealth now. <laughs> yeah. So if, if you dive behind cover or something like that, you, you have advantage on stealth and... It's not an additional plus 10. It's just, I think it's just plus 10. Okay, then it does nothing for me. It has you a plus, plus 10, 10 bonus. It has I a guess plus... maybe, maybe, I mean, maybe it's plus 20? Well, it says it has a plus 10 bonus. Gotcha. I don't like, know. My stealth thing is plus 10. Gotcha. So it doesn't say it, it makes it plus 10. It's a plus 10 bonus. I thought it would replace... Yeah. No, there was... Are you thinking about my campaign? Yeah. You, yeah, we... there was something else. I think it was a different issue you tried to use. Okay. Gotcha. <clears throat> I thought we dealt with that. But that was not here on the show. Cool. Everybody has a plus 10 to their current stealth modifier. Other than that, right now, I'm fairly squishy, so I continue to cower. All right. So Arlo is in the back. He is now Arlo, and he casts Pass Without Trace, and then kind of a... I, I picture, like, this kind of odd, heavy black fog falling falling off of you, kind of like just... Not, not a lot of it, but just, like, all of your movements are kind of, you know, blurry and in this kind of weird fog. Um, and eerily, Grim is now... Cloaked in yeah. shadowy He's got even more. silence. <laughs> yeah. um, that w- that is a cool idea, like to have somebody in like clanking armor or whatever, and then from nowhere, like they just go completely silent. Like everything, everything they do now makes no noise. That's kind of cool to think about. Uh, so that'll be the end of your turn. Orc number one is going to swing his great at. Or he's moving past Grim. He's like, I'll help. I'll help you, mate. <clears throat> and he goes past Grim. So opportunity attack, if you like. 19. That'll hit him. <laughs> Finally. Uh, okay, let's see here. Where am I? I like the visual of blur. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because blur is like, it's literally like you're looking through an unfocused lens that just that person is unfocused. Yeah. And it's a much wider target, but they could be anywhere inside that wide area. I like it. What's the damage? 21. 21. <clears throat> wow. I rolled, okay. I rolled max, man. Yeah, that's... He, so you, as he goes by, he like he says, "Oh, help I'm you!" Gonna, 
punch him right in the back of the head. Okay, well, <coughs> that, that makes complete sense to what happens to him. Because you walk, he's go, he goes to run past you. He's like, get out of the way! I'm going to protect your mind! And he goes past you, and he's going to try to chop Jack, who's there in the shadows in the darkness. But he does not quite... Uh, he really shouldn't have been able to do this because he was afraid, but I'm going to allow it because he died. <laughs> so as, as he goes past you, Grim just like smacks him in the base of his skull, and he just immediately falls forward directly at the front of this Gorgon cage and the Gordon like goes down and sniffs him and this green stuff kind of like falls on his corpse. Uh, <laughs> does his corpse begin to petrify? No. Just it, just this kind the, of muscle. Slime thing? Kind of a, yeah, a, a <laughs> clogged green. Just a little bit of clog. Uh, Ort number two is going to continue his assault on Grimly. He is going to try again. And he's going to miss. So his fear, he's like, oh, what is going What is this? As he tries to swing at you, and he just can He's got almost got his eyes closed trying to swing at you in this fear. No, he's not still afraid, though. He is. It hasn't, the, it hasn't been my turn again. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Um, okay, so either way, he would have missed anyway. He misses. He's old shit. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jack, it's your turn. Huzzah! Um... So the that soldier is dead, right? Yeah, he fell right. You're like almost not your feet, but he fell in front of you. Okay, mage is still kicking. Yep. All right, I'm gonna go in towards the mage then. Okay. <coughs> so I'm gonna run up. He is not facing you. And swipe with my blade for a twenty-four. That will definitely hit him. All right, sweet. Oh, also it's booming blade. Okay. <laughs> All right. Give me a second. Yep. Twenty. All right. So and he takes another D eight. There are two D eight if he moves. So he takes twenty damage. Um, that hurts him. He goes ah. But as you stab him in the back, his flame—you have to press through his flame shield to do so, and it gives you some pressure. And as you as you crack through the shield, it erupts in flame and cover re, just covers your arm in fire and explodes backwards. And you take seven damage. Nice. Is my arm still on fire? Huh? Is my arm still on fire? No. Dang. It, 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 it just burns you pretty good. Oh. Why? You want it to be? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I would have to say, it would take some serious roles to use a flaming arm as a tool. <laughs> oh, it is a tool all on its own. I don't have to it do anything. If you see a man approaching you with a flaming arm and a big ha- uh, like hatchet-like uh, cleaver in his hand... Yeah, that's true. Um, you've so, lost already. <laughs> yeah, so he is upset, and that hurt him pretty good. He's bleeding out of his back, but he's satisfied to have gotten a little damage on you. I'm going to um, move back 15 feet again. All right, you move back and just... And then back into the silence. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, he turns and says, How do you like that? Um, I'm and- going to use that, that movement to get over to the boxes, and I'm going to hide on the right side now. Can you hide? Do you have an action to hide? I don't have to disengage from him because I hit him. Oh, is that a th- rogue thing? Yeah, it's okay. the so if fancy you, footwork. Okay, so if you hit, you don't have to actually use disengage. That's yeah, cool. it's like um, they're reeling from my attack or something. So roll like stealth that. plus twenty, I guess. <laughs> you get a two. You're good. Well, I'll, if you use plus twenty, you don't have thirty-three. To <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you're hidden. So you just pass without a trace. Very Sweet. cool. 
So you and Arlo are like on the opposite sides of these boxes. Yeah. You know, looking at each other. So now I'm closer to like the soldier where it was or is. They're all in the same place. So I mean, as far as distance wise, they're pretty much the same distance. I mean, oh, okay. they're, they're really kind of triangulated on Grim. There they were. Mm. Um, but now they're kind of each facing him. We'll just see where they are whenever it gets back in my turn. Okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> it is Arlo's turn. Uh, no, it's not. It's Grim's turn. Okay. Because, I, I, sorry, I, the exploding thing that made it, me think it was the orc mage's turn, but it wasn't. It's all right. <coughs> um, uh, I'm going to punch at the soldier. Okay. Yeah. For a 20, not natural. Uh, that will hit, of course. Okay. Oh, second one doesn't, though. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, the dice tray is not serving you today. No. 18 damage. Uh, that'll do. I think it's because um, his dice are so much lighter. I know. And so ugly. I forgot mine. Well, Keith switched them out. It's like mucus colored. Yeah. So you hit. That is the best word to describe it. You hit the soldier. Where are you hitting him at? The flim. Uh, I'm a, I'm a Ganon kick him. Oh, you're gonna kick him? <laughs> the boot. Yeah, the, do your the, feet do the necrotic? I guess. I guess we haven't talked about that. I'm sure that's fine. Okay. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I'm just going to kick him in his chest. Okay. And then I forgot, I got a hammer. I'm going to make my hammer do some stuff. Okay. My hammer is going to do 16 to hit the mage. Oh, that'll hit. Nice. So you kick the orc soldier in the chest and he just and knocks the breath out of him and he looks like he is very much worse for the wear. Cool. Uh, six damage on the mage. Okay. Going, I imagine the hammer can swing in any direction, so I'm just making it swing horizontally to smack him in the back. Okay, um, you said six. Mm-hmm. So is this um, like the duck walk, just the boot? Or is this like the flying wizard foot thing? No, it's just just the big boot standing. Gotcha. Okay, uh, finally with that, <coughs> will we consider the spiritual weapon a melee attack? And if so, does your spiritual weapon have health? It does not. It would not take damage, I don't think. Okay, gotcha. Just wanna, I, I didn't think so, but I didn't know if that was a thing. Uh, cool. Ort Mage turn now. He is going to... He is no longer afraid. He has nope. survived the fear. And so he's going to try to stab you with his flame blade. Okay. With a 19 plus whatever he had, I assume that hits. It is. It's a 22, I believe. Mm-hmm. So he swings at you with his flame blade, which will do... Wait, these. did he move? No. No, he did not. Dang it. Also, I rolled the wrong dice for your damage earlier. Price you got out of that may be pretty good. <coughs> um... Get three of these. Yeah, six. Twelve. Uh sixteen damage from the flame blade. He stabs you with it and burns a hole through your belly. Ah. <laughs> My belly. <laughs> Alright, it is now Arlo's turn. Alright, um I'm gonna remain behind the boxish area. And sure. I'm gonna shout a healing word towards Grim. Grim, suck left. Thank you. The and orc mage and the soldier—they both turn around and say, "What was that? What was that? He's <laughs> another one." You get a, you get a, you get a four of them heals. Dope. They might save my life. Can the I cast? Can I cast as a higher level? Yeah, if you've got higher level spells, you can. Yeah, I'm high level. This guy says it's a level two, so it's two D four. I'll add another four to it. Another one, so you get five. Oh, yeah, buddy. The orc rolling in the deep. 
The orc soldier says, We gotta go for help! As he says that. Um, Arlo, is that your turn? Finish? <coughs> um, yeah. I'm squishy, so I'm going to remain hidden. I've used up my um, transmogrificationals, so. Okay. The orc is going to try, the soldier is going to try to run up the stairs. He's going to turn from you, Grim, and try to run past you and get up those stairs. I got an 18 to hit. Gotta hit him. Um, 21 damage. How do you want to hit? How do you want to? He's running past me. So, why did you roll? You rolled a you rolled a d8. Mm-hmm. And I got eight. And then plus had... uh, 13 because the strength modifier and then wisdom for the necrotic, but also my level from necrotic trail. Okay, gotcha. Um, you punch where, him. Yeah, where do you punch him? He's he's running past me. Yeah. Um, elbow to the back of the head. Ooh. All right, so he runs past you. Okay. Yeah, cool. So you elbow him in the back of the head again. Another base of the skull. He flops down. He's dead. Ooh. And he farts on the way down. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so and ends his reign of terror. Now it is Jack's turn. Sweet. Um, is that the soldier that was close to me that just died? There are no more soldiers left. There's no more soldiers left. So yes. Two pe- yeah, two people are dead. Okay, so it's just the mage left. Just the mage. Okay. 15 feet from you. Alright, then I'm gonna... Is he still feeling confident? Uh, he's not He's not happy. I'm gonna run out and hachop him again. Okay. Darn. I'd disengage. What'd you do? It's 10. Alright, so you swipe at him again, uh, and it just doesn't hit. He's He's got your number, he says... What, is, what are you people doing here? <clears throat> As he's upset, and you go back. What does it take to use the dagger of blood drinking? If you want to do it in combat, be bonus action. <clears throat> okay. Can I? Not uh, to stab, but to yeah. absorb. Yeah. I already disengaged, yeah. so. Okay. But it has to stab a person who has been previously dispatched, right? Yeah. Well, no, you, if you disengage, that's not a bonus. Is it a bonus action? For me, yeah. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. I thought it was just a thing. The chop was an action. Disengage gotcha. bonus action. So you can choose to disengage. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, disengage, dash, and hide as a bonus action. Grim, it is your turn. <laughs> Turkey noises. <laughs> I'm going to cast a spell at him. Frightening. There's a 12 hit. A 12 does not hit. Dang. What did you cast? I cast Guiding Bolt as a level 3 spell. So you raise your hand out and fire a Guiding Bolt, but he's able to... Duck at Matrix style. Absolutely flipping. And it passes through his fire shield and some sparks come off as he as yeah. the shield is there. Um, Alright, so I'm just going to have my, my my hammer smack at him for he's going to miss two. That, so in, in, dodging the ha- in dodging the firing bolt, he also luckily dodges the hammer as well. Yeah. Um, and yeah. it's going to be his turn now. And he says, I will get you! And he takes his flame blade again and tries to stab at you again. I stab at thee. He does not get you this time. He is staggered by his dodge, and he sta- he stabs, but he just, you're able to get right around it. Dope. Um, Arlo, it's your turn. Okay. Oh, mm, mm. I am going to use... It's just the one dude left, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, and you step back from him, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to send a flaming sphere his way. That's right. Uh, well, it's within 60 feet, so we're good, right? Yeah. Okay. So, 2d6 of those demos. Do we hit him? I would assume so. I mean, it just, it pops up right on top of him. I think Appears he... in an unoccupied space of your choice within range, lasts for the duration. 
Any creature ends its turn within five foot sphere must make a dexterity saving throw. Yeah. It has a range of 60 feet, so... Yeah, it just pops up and I send it his way. Well, I got to roll the saving throw. Go for it. What's the saving throw on that thing? DC. Uh, 11. Your, your spell save DC. I imagine 11? that probably won't do it. No, Which is 8 it plus prof plus... 11. It matches. But okay. it goes to attacker, right? Uh, That's how we play, yeah. Sweet. All right, we do it. Okay, Your cool. spellcasting modifier is 1. I guess so. No, you you wouldn't have a spellcasting modifier in that case because your proficiency bonus oh, that's is my, three. Okay, that's uh, it's fourteen. Right. So yeah, I'm still good. Okay, yep, you succeed. Fourteen. Or he fails. Yeah, I was so ready he's ready not ready able ready to ready. dodge. <coughs> fire. What kind of damage does he take? Uh, I think it was two d six. Yeah, two d six. So Teach four and three. So seven of those demolish. Okay. He takes. So, oh wait, hold on. It was fire, right? Yeah. Oh, never mind. It hurts him. <laughs> okay. Is he moving away from us or is he hanging out? Um, Embracing it. He should have moved last turn, but he didn't. It's not his turn now. Uh, my bad. If he moves. Um, yeah. Hit him. Uh, so is that end your turn, Arlo? It do. Okay. So he burns. Oh! More fire! Uh, Jack, it's your turn, sir. I'm going to stab that body in front of me. Okay. So you suck. You push your knife into the body, and the deeper you go, the more it fills with blood and the blade actually turns red. It, the middle of it turns red and then as it gets to the bottom, the whole of it turns red. And the blade is now this shiny crimson color. Sweet. And the teeth, now at the very ends of the teeth, are they kind of drip blood as you hold the knife. Can I search this body I'm desecrating? Of course you can. <laughs> okay, I do that. I'm pretty sure it's going to end soon. So I, I pass my turn. Gosh, you find a pouch of tin gold on this fella. Nice. It's government pay. What's the bull think of all this? He's, the whole time, you should assume that the bull is like, <clears throat> and kind of bouncing around in his cage Riled up for the last 30 seconds of combat or however <coughs> many it's been. Uh, Grim, your turn. Hey. 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 I, I know this episode is running long, but I want to get us uh, out of combat before we finish We it. like long episodes. Yeah. Episodes. I'm going to cast Toll the Dead on this man. Okay. He's going to make a wisdom saving throw. He crit fails. Oh, yeah, baby. Uh, 10. He takes uh, 18 damage. All right. As, as death bells toll about him. So the toll, the death bells begin to toll no. around him. And doom, doom, he, like his head's bouncing forth from these bells. He can barely keep his eyes open as he barely holds his feet. <clears throat> he, he grips his flame blade as hard as he can in front of him as his limbs begin to shake and, you know, in, in pain. He did. He's not dead yet. I'm hitting him with my hammer. Uh, that's a 15 to hit. That'll hit him. That's uh, 10 damage. How do you want to hit him? Down. Head. Okay. Straight on. So you hit him with the hammer, and the hammer hits him in the head so hard that his he's just weak at this point. He can't focus in his neck. Just <coughs> in, yeah, into his torso, and the mage falls dead at your feet. Looks like Drew. I search him. Alright, on him you see his government pay of 20 gold pieces. <laughs> he got a pouch on him. Major's got me. And his flame blade, as his hand falls open, <sighs> like his flame goes back into his hand, and this, his flame fire shield goes away from him as well. Nice. Dope. Um, and as this combat ends, roll perception for me real quick. 14. Non natural 20. 7. Jack, what you hear from upstairs... Oh, wait, non-natural 
26, sorry. What you hear from upstairs is someone beating on the stair, the door to the stairs saying, Oi! What the bloody ghost is going on down there? <clears throat> and that is where we will end today's episode of Dungeon Boys. Thank you so much for listening. If you like the show, please be sure to let us know. Follow me on Twitter at Tank Media Games if you want the news from Tank Media. Uh, and just let us know how the show's going. We hope you enjoy it. We hope you enjoy listening because we certainly enjoy playing. And remember, we love you very much. Bye. 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 Bye.